Alright, all you ghosts and ghouls from the video gaming world. Welcome back. To the 10th anniversary of the DJ Smokey's Tales from the Disc. And to celebrate that monstrous anniversary, we kick things off with a monstrous story of our own. From the video game Wrestling Empire. So with the approval of a violent society, I think it's time for us to remove the curtain and see how dark things truly get under the ring as we get ready to paint the ghoulish picture. This tale of terror began approximately two months ago in a little company called Maple Leaf Wrestling. Now, before we actually go into this story, we should go into the reason why this story exists in the first place. Long time ago, approximately 34 years ago, a man was born. A man that went by the name of Alex Carmichael. Would grow up to be well over seven foot four and 395 pounds. Someone with a kind heart and someone who wanted to change the world, but a voice in his ear would lead him down a wicked path that he would never be able to return from. It cost him well over 13 years of his life in a federal prison. And once released, he would be unleashed upon the world and ways that can't possibly be imagined. He would make his way into the world of wrestling, capture well over six world titles, and would finally make his way to the company we mentioned at the start of this story. Reason we had to go backwards to go forwards is to truly show you why what's going to happen next is going to happen. You see, the man that's in the ring, Alex Carmichael, known as Doom, would be a man with a short fuse and someone whose quest for gold is unquenchable. And the owner of the company, Jim Crockett, took advantage of that lust for gold to boost the ratings of his show to bring it to almost to the top ratings. Granted, along the way, Doom would leave several bodies in his wake to try to get the championship that seems to be dangled in front of his face like a carrot. But all the while, a man that would go by the name of Jack would whisper into his ear every single time he was told no to go for that championship belt. Boy, how long are you going to let them take from you before you take everything from them? <laughs> and with that wicked laugh and that whisper in his ear, he would take that as full motivation to truly take what he wanted. A man that would go by the name of Andy Angston, by year's end, 
would challenge for the world title for Andy to say no and for Doom to truly get mad. In the offices of Jim Crockett, he would watch onward as powerbomb after powerbomb, he would be slammed into his own desk as the life would bleed out of the eyes of Andy Yankston for refusing to give him the title shot that he so rightfully deserved. Jim Crockett did nothing in that initial moment, but what would happen two weeks later, I get a feeling he may have regretted his decision. Because it would be a funeral for Andy Angston after the incident that would take place. All would be gathered, tears would be shed, and doom would be over there lurking in the corner. This is how he would truly earn that name of Doom. Because Jim Crockett would tell him that the title shot that he was promised went up in smoke after taking out Andy Angston, one of their most popular champions. Doom's eyes would turn red. The anger would boil over. And that hill that Jim Crockett would try to stand on proudly, he would soon realize would turn into an active volcano on the verge of eruption. Just six days away from the end of the year, in a local bar in a tavern just outside of the stadium next to where they were scheduled to have a New Year's show, Jim Crockett along with a couple of other wrestlers would be celebrating the Christmas year and the rank of number one they would be able to achieve. Only until the door would fly open and almost a cold chill would hit the air. Little did Jim Crockett know that cold chill would be the chill of death itself. Jack would enter the bar and would look Jim Crockett in the eye and would tell him, You would make the biggest mistake of your short-lived life. You dare cheat Doom out of the gold he deserves. Well, he's come to collect. <laughs> and after that chilling laugh, we would then see a seven-foot-four monster enter into the bar and set his eyes directly on Jim Crockett. He clothesline him out of his seat, blindsiding him, knocking him through a loop. As his body would spin on the ground, we would then see several other wrestlers trying to jump in to stop him, but something like that can't be stopped, especially when angered. Doom would pick him up grab him above his head and immediately just break his back in half, leaving him on the ground while the other wrestlers get tossed left, right, and center by this walking Armageddon that was brought upon this bar. They tried to run, they tried to plead for their lives. 
one after the other was all choked out lifeless onto the ground. But Crockett, who tried to crawl for the door, was saved for last. He would apologize for taking away the title shot. He would beg Doom to Sparrow, saying that I'll give you the title shot you wanted. Just spare me. Leave me alone. I have a wife and family. And Doom, for the first time in his life, would say three words. I don't care. And would grab him and belly-to-belly -belly suplex him right directly into the jukebox from halfway across the other side of the room. And in those final moments, as Jim Crockett's body would fly high into the air, we would see him land headfirst into that said jukebox and fall lifeless into the ground. And as his vision began to blur and blood began to spill across the ground, the last things we would see would be the boots of doom as he would grab the championship from the bar that Jim Crockett was going to award to the new winner of the match at the end of the year as Doom would walk away and never to be seen again. Moral of the story, folks, is sometimes greed can be deadly. With that said, folks, wraps it up for a very monstrous edition of the DJ Smokey's Tales from the Disc. And with that, we'll be back with more right after this. So stay tuned.